Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Has anybody heard about uh, an increase in men taking, having Botox treatment rather? Okay, so let's uh, let's just delve into this a little deeper now. Joining us on the line is Dr. Riza Mir, aesthetic medical practitioner and founder of Anti-Aging Art. Doctor, a very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Right, so uh, let's just uh, establish uh, the background to what we are uh, looking at uh, this morning. Looking at the increase in a number of cases of men having a Botox treatment. Uh, we're going to be looking at Botox and why it's so popular. So the rise of the Botox, uh, we've got the rise of the Botox. An expert reveals top procedures South African men can get, can't get enough of rather. So why is this, uh, why is there this sudden desire for Botox treatment? So I think it's not really that sudden. Um, I think if I look back when I started doing this in 2010, my male clientele made up about 10% of the, of the patients coming through the door. Right. But it built up gradually over time to the point where it's about almost 40% now uh, that I'm in. Okay. So, um, I think yes, carry on, doctor. Sorry, I think it's just that they are becoming more aware that there are things that they can do to look after themselves, to stop themselves from looking older prematurely. And, you know, looking after their holistic health. Okay. So, um, right. When we think of Botox, I immediately think of facial features. Um, is, is this what men are mainly going for uh, regarding Botox? Sorry, doctor. I'm just trying to learn more about the subject. Uh, so just, I just want to unpack it a bit further uh, regarding no, the Botox substance. So what exactly are men asking for? So most of the times what they were looking at is um, various aspects of aesthetic medicine. So the mm-hmm. first one would be hair and hair loss, of course. And that's not botulinum toxin. That's more, you know, other types of treatments that we can do. But looking at the frowns, under the eyes, those deep circles, right. obviously sagging, jowls and turkey necks. These are things that are universal for men and women. But these are the things I think that men uh, ask for. Okay. We don't really get them asking that much for, for lip enhancements. No, sure. But a lot of them do ask for a refinement of their noses, which you can do with filler. You know, when okay. someone's not in the, uh, they don't have the appetite for the risk or the cost of surgery. Right. But they'd like to have an enhancement on their nose in a way that doesn't look unnatural. And we can do that with filler. Okay. So those are the main things that men, men come in for. And of course, there's always the sweating. The underarm sweating, you can use a machine that permanently stops that. That's also quite popular, I would say. On that machine, we're probably uh, leaning more towards 60% men and 40% women. Wow. Okay, so uh, you did say that this has been a trend in a while. Do you see at, at this very moment in time that this is becoming uh, a popular practice? For sure. I think that in the beginning, people are scared of it. So there was almost mm. a stigma mm. at the beginning of, oh, no, don't tell anyone that you had fillers. And then it became more popular, but... There's a, there's a phase that we kind of go through where too many people uh, are having it done in a, in a way that isn't aesthetically pleasing, if I could put it that way. Right. And what that means is, you know, shoving filler into someone's face and inflating their face mm-hmm. is not the way to look good looking. Right. And that scares a lot of people. So if you had to walk through a mall and look at somebody with giant lips or, you know, obviously <laughs> right. filled cheeks, you'd mm-hmm. want 
nothing to do with aesthetic medicine. But I think that's what scares men off in the first place. Indeed. And over time, they learn that that's not really how it's meant to look and that they just need to you know, shift perspective and get an expert opinion. And uh, then once they see that it's possible to look good and natural and youthful uh, all at the same time, then, uh, you know, they kind of come over to the aesthetic side. Sure. Doctor, okay, so uh, just continuing from what you've just mentioned now, uh, looking at the long term, uh, your long your your life following, uh, you know, having Botox applied uh, to oneself. Are there any particular risks or aspects to one's physique that uh, one must pay attention to? And what is the longevity regarding Botox itself, the ingredient? So, when it comes to the toxin, the botulinum toxin, um, you can use it uh, in different areas of the body. So when mm-hmm. it comes to things like sweating, it'll last longer after eight months. But when it's for muscle relaxation, you're looking at about three to six months. And the dangers there are really if you have to inadvertently inject it into the wrong muscle. Mm, so if mm. you have to hit one of the smile muscles or speech muscles or get it onto the eyelid. So these are the problems that you could encounter, like a droopy eyelid. But those are not forever. They do fade and there's treatments we can use for them. Sure. Again, the way that we inject and the aftercare is very important to make sure that this doesn't happen. Okay. The higher risk comes with things like fillers. Now, fillers are the things we would use on the nose or the eyes mm-hmm. uh, or the lips, for example. Right. And here, if you had to inject it into a vessel, into an artery, and it was enough to track up into the eye, you can actually end up making somebody go blind. Wow. Uh, there's a risk of a stroke. Okay. And so what we do is we use techniques uh, like, for example... We inject very superficially, low pressure, low volume. We make sure that we're not in vessels when we're injecting as as best as we can. And this has made it a much safer practice. So since beginning in 2010, um, we haven't had any vascular complications here because of the focus on safety. And I think that as long as the practitioners out there are focusing on safety, then it's a very low-risk procedure. Doctor, very interesting, uh, this practice of uh, Botox. I admittedly, uh, I have never considered it, but okay, that's my opinion. And uh, I'm just looking forward to responses uh, on this issue as we go along the show. But, uh, Doctor, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Just to give us some background as to uh, men having Botox a treatment and how this is increasing as a fashion, so it, uh, so it would seem, and uh, going forward as to what you must be mindful of when uh, going under, undergoing rather, these uh, procedures. Dr. Rizamir, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Dr. Rizamir, aesthetic uh, medical practitioner and founder of Anti-Aging Art.